I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I could have been you enough, yeah. Recording now, by the way. It's my... Oh. Sorry. I miss you, man. I miss, I miss you, man. Why are you laughing? <laughs> it's funny. I interfered with your story about beanies. Be professional. Okay. What are you talking about? Professional. I'm professional now. Only pod talk from now on. I miss you, I miss you, man. Do I miss you, I miss you, man. I miss you, I miss you, man. Do I miss you? Well, hey, howdy, hey, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. It's me, Dylan, along with my main man, Lonnie. How you going today, mate? I'm pretty good. How you doing? Doing fantastic, mate. Couldn't be better because I'm talking to you, my friend. Tell me what the podcast is about. Mate, oh, buddy, I forgot for a second, but I just remembered. <laughs> it's about you and me going on a journey each week through life, pop culture, and everything in between. Somebody's normally in charge. This time it's you, but I'm also there with you, holding hands. Let's do this. Absolutely. We're co-captains on this one. Mm-hmm. Gave you a bit of homework. Um, I'll tell you how we arrived at the destination for the topic today. So I basically got a recommended review in my YouTube feed of the movie Clue. Okay. Huh? Okay. One of okay. the greats. One of the greats. One of the greats. For those that don't know, it's kind of a, a mystery comedy, I guess you could say, mm-hmm. based on the board game Clue, of all things. It, it's really, it's a great movie, and it's be great no matter what, but the fact that it came from a board game, a sort of unlikely source, makes it even better, I think. Absolutely. And they, they nailed it, too. Just the fact that they did multiple endings for the movie. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant decision. Brilliant. Tim Curry um, in one of, so, the great, one of his great roles. Absolutely. When is Tim Curry not brilliant? Yeah, that's true. Come on. Um, but, you know, it got me thinking. I was like, why isn't this done more? Are there other board game movies out there? I, mean, and I, can, I can think of one, but that's that's about it in my, my knowledge. What do you got? What are you thinking? I'm thinking Battleship from <clears throat> yeah. 2012. Bad. Yeah, from all accounts, all accounts is pretty bad. Yeah, it's just uh, you know, shitty Transformers ripoff, basically. It's funny to me that that, that uh, movie is based off a board game, and then that movie had a video game adaptation as well. Isn't that weird? Yeah. How far can it go? <laughs> I know. Can there be a novelization of the game? I know. How how warped can you become for your original source material? Yeah. Get a musical going out of it, maybe. <laughs> Battleship the musical, <laughs> fuck yeah, let's do it. Is that the only um, other one, or have there been others? Those are really the only mainstream ones. Mm. Uh, I mean, obviously there's Jumanji and Zathura, but those yeah. are fictional board games, not real ones. Sure, I think wasn't there a Dungeons and Dragons movie? It's pretty bad from all counts. I think there's been a few like really mm. low budget, like uh, wouldn't call them B movies. That's a bit generous. Call them the Z movies, maybe. Or is that right going too far the other end? I haven't seen them, but I, I'll take you out for it. 
Well, I haven't seen them either, but from what I've seen, I don't want to yeah, go indeed. further on those. Well, And then I think I also came across as an animated uh, Candyland movie, which is like a big yeah. American board game. Oh, okay, right. Um, yeah. Something I watched just this afternoon, Dylan, in preparation for this, was the film Ready or Not. You don't know much about this one. I mentioned to you briefly earlier in the week. Mm. Yeah. Um, the horror black comedy from a couple of years ago, like 2019 or so. Um, yeah. And the basic concept is there's this woman who's married into a family, a very rich family, and this family have um, the old money and they've had their money through generations because the great-grandfather um, started a board game company back in one of the very first ones, 1800s or so. Um, and as the woman comes into the family, there's a family tradition, a bit of ritual that, when somebody is new to the family, they play a game together. And of course, as you can tell from being a horror comedy, you know, the game gets a bit uh, a bit hairy, a bit wild. bit bit twisted. bit yeah. twisted, you might say. Um, okay. So it's, it's not a board game movie, but it is sort of in that realm, and it uses board games as a sort of backdrop to a really, really fun story. Yeah, okay. Fair enough, fair enough. But yeah, as far as actual movies that are adapting board games i guess mm. you could say few and far between it's funny we've had one great one and one shit one really it's nothing in between I know. it's not been like 20 okay ones <laughs> the future could go either way <laughs> from history but lonnie let's change that yeah let's make some board game movies okay. mate. It's a, it's a classic pitch episode from your boys absolutely and i'm looking forward to it i i want to hear what you've got so you know what let's start with you Oh, buddy, I'll get your phone ready. I'm putting you on the spot. I knew it was coming, but I just didn't get it ready. Okay, so you got me Shining to... Shining the spotlight directly on you, mate. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for this opportunity. <laughs> um, so I've gone away and I've got some ideas for board games, um, how to adapt them mm. to film, and you've got some as well. Maybe some, some whole buddy universes, some screen stories, some shared cinematic universes could be happening here today, Dylan. Happy to do the Hasbro universe, mate. Who knows? <laughs> the Parker Brothers universe? Come on. Yeah, potentially. Um, first one I've got here is The Game of Life. You played Interesting. This yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, mate. One of my favorites. Um, I looked a bit into it. I didn't do a, I've got a whole history about it, but it's much, uh, it's got a larger history than I thought. I thought it was maybe like 50 years old, but I think it's gone like all the way back. It's pretty, pretty um, storied history. Um, basic wow. concept, if you haven't played it, is you are taking on the, the role of somebody living their life. Of from, a person. <laughs> from the very beginning, and you take them on their journey around the board. You spin um, a wheel as you make decisions around a journey through someone's life. Um, there's certain points you can, can you go base? You can go to college or you can go to a career that, you know, straight from school, that, that sort of thing. Have kids, not have kids, that sort of stuff. And then the idea is to have the most money at the end and the most points, right? Yeah, the most, uh, you know, resources, I guess. Yeah. Mm. You go from, you know, cradle to grave sort of thing or retirement home, I think, is the, the final stage. Yeah. What I was thinking is you do a sort of Black Mirror-esque universe where everybody can see each other's points at all times during life, like above your head, there's a little, <laughs> little counter right. there. Um, and in keeping with the game, when there's a big decision to be had, you actually do have a wheel you have to, have to um, actually spin. <laughs> okay. And you make these calls. It could be like a, 
like a watch everyone has or something. <laughs> yeah, basically. So I don't think it's, it'd be exactly true to the game because I think you do have more choice in the game, but potentially it's like everyone finishes school and it's like, okay, I need a six, I want to go to uni. And then you've got you to actually <laughs> spin it and sort of that's that element of, is there as well. Um, but also, See if you go to uni or end up at Maccas. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then also the whole time you're trying to scheme because you don't want your points to, to fall down and, you know, sure. you, know, you want to win life basically. And then you know, maybe there's some sort of afterlife celebration or if you get into heaven or not or, or whatever. So that's more of a, a general concept. The film, I, I guess, could be following someone trying to do that, trying to make the best decisions, whether they win or fail or... Sure. You know, potential. I'm just, just people you know, straight from the hip right now. That's Maybe good. you should follow like you know a family. There's like you know three kids and they're all sort of going at various points, trying to make it big, but they've got to tear each other down at some points, and then they've got to you know work together at other yeah. points. And you got to make the right decision that you're going to marry or not not going to marry that sort of thing. So I think that could be fun, Get like a sort close. of yeah, like a, a cradle to grave sort of story about a life of a family trying to live in this crazy world. Yeah, okay. Is this a TV show or movie, you're thinking? I was thinking maybe like a bit of an epic movie, but it could, it could easily be a TV show as well. Depending on, If you're going to go multiple protagonists, you probably want to have a TV show to have more you know, time. Miniseries, maybe? Yeah, yeah. Classic, you know, five episodes, six episodes, charting the course yeah. through history. Why not? Hmm. That sci-fi element too, to make it a bit of a, a, bit of a twist. Yeah. Agreed. Sounds kind of like... um. I don't know if it's you I saw it with. Do you remember that fucking Justin Timberlake movie? Was it In Time? Yeah, all, everyone's always got time on their hands or something, like on their wrists, and they, they get paid yeah. in time, otherwise they die. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah. That's a, that's no, a classic. Stuff. Everyone likes the concept. No one likes the movie sort of <laughs> yeah. situation. Yeah. <laughs> nah. Shitty movie, but that's all right. Mm. Anyway, good stuff. Good start, mate. Thank you. I'm just going to start uh, with my banger. I'm going to go for my home run straight off the bat. Okay, it's all downhill from here, but let's go. It is, it is, <laughs> but that's okay. That's all right. So I did bags Monopoly. That was the only condition when we did this. <laughs> it better be good, okay? All right, I'll, I'll, I think it is. I think it is. So Monopoly in the style of Breaking Bad. Okay, all right. Talk me through it. Okay, so we got the Monopoly man. <laughs> he starts out... Uh, you know, he's a good bloke, but the more properties he acquires, then the, the richer and greedier he gets. Mm. And so it gets harder and harder to attain the more expensive properties, mm -hmm. right? So mm. he starts doing some heinous and questionable things to acquire, like, the you know, the green properties and Mayfair, Parkway and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, so I'm thinking four seasons. Okay. <laughs> Straight up four seasons. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're getting ordered for four seasons straight up or I'm taking my business elsewhere, I think. <laughs> All right. HBO. <laughs> yeah. There's always Netflix. There's always Stand if you need. <laughs> Amazon could take it. Okay, so let's just, you know, let's yeah. not get hasty. <laughs> I will not have my creative vision compromised, Lonnie. There's always SBS. No, we're not going to SBS. Okay. I'm sorry. No. Okay. Prestige right. TV. All right. Yeah, so four seasons. Each season's going to be a side of the board, basically. That makes sense. Yeah, so the first season starts off on the browns and the light blues and, you know, so on from there. So you could start out that he's been, like, fired from his job 
at the the rich luscious hotel at like park place or whatever uh, so he wants a fancy to, part of town he's got ship on his shoulder he wants to make up for his exactly yeah, and yeah. it could be for like uh being a whistleblower or something like he was doing the right thing and got treated miss um oh, yeah. got mistreated rather yep yep uh and say so he can't get a job anywhere so he's down on luck but he invests all his life savings in buying a couple of properties at mm-hmm. old kent road and white chapel road mate okay some brown boys exactly exactly <laughs> And he starts up uh, maybe a couple of hotel chains on those ones. Yeah. Um, it starts to be pretty successful. So he starts to invest more into the white brew properties. Mm-hmm. And um, those can just be like private estates of houses that he does for them. Sure. And that's basically season one, like getting him on his feet and uh, getting him in position. Maybe a bit of sympathy for our main character. You know? Does he have some sort of rivalry with the people who you sacked him as well? Like they're kind of the enemies he's trying to get back at? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. He's trying to outdo them at their own game, mate. And so that's season one. So season two, he goes to the the pink and orange side of the board. Now, season finale for that, I'm thinking, could be him acquiring the electric company, which is on that side of the board. Right? Yeah. Okay. It's getting a bit more lavish, but still not too bad. Yeah. But he can leverage the electric company against the hotel chain. So he basically controls the electricity. Okay. So, you know, he's starting to get back at them that way. He can, you know, have them pay out the ass for electricity because, you know, hotel can't operate without it. Mm-hmm. So he's getting back to them. Season three, he's going into the reds and yellows, Lonnie, and the waterworks. This is where he starts to do questionable things for these properties. So I'm thinking, we'll be the reds. We'll go with the reds. One of the reds uh, might be like an old couple, like a, a mom and pop shop in a store. Oh, but they, they won't sell. They don't want to sell, do they? They don't want to sell. So I'm thinking we make it like a a local hotspot that everyone loves, like a local bakery, let's sure. say. Sure. That everyone loves. Sure. Um, so he might forge documents that mess with their claim to land or something. Mm-hmm. I've had a revelation. Though. <laughs> What's happened? I've had a revelation. He buys the railroad, right? Uh, yep. So let's say that the local bakery is next to the railroad, and okay. that's how they get all their businesses from their tourists business. coming in on the train. Sure, yes. sure, sure. Yeah. So let's say he buys that and fucks with them that way. So he Directs might just completely trains. reroute. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly, Wani. Uh, and then, yeah, just ruins them, and they're forced to sell. What do you think of that? He just, like, destroyed their life. Yeah. Yeah. All right. For the property, Wani. For the property. He's, he's, got, a, he's got a buy property. He's getting greedy. He's Mr. Mm-hmm. Monopoly, mate. Mm-hmm. And then season four, we're going full bore. Greens and blues. He's killing people for properties. He's torturing <laughs> people to force them to sign over their deeds. He's just out of control. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, and he eventually, I, I'm thinking he probably kills the people that wronged him for yeah. Mayfair or Park Lane. And then once he controls all the properties, eventually the series is going to end. He does get caught. And he goes directly to jail. He does not pass go. He does not collect $200. I love it. Um, Is there a way to incorporate all the Monopoly pieces throughout the seasons? Yeah, yeah. We could definitely have like uh, cameos from from the dog. That's easily done. Yeah. The mum and pop can own the dog. Sure. 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 Um, He can wear the fancy top hat once he gets into the the green and blues, maybe. (laughs) Are you seeing it? 
in like modern day is it a period piece or is it a kind of somewhat fantasy-esque land where it's kind of like a you know amalgamation of lots of different cities out there i'm open to anything i definitely think fictional city sure um but with just all these properties and everything and where people would just buy electric companies and waterworks like they're nothing, you know? Yeah, you can make make like a kind of like a New York on on crack sort of a crazy Sure. Crazy yep. environment. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I'm open to it. You're I'm, the details man. You can be okay. my uh crochet runner. <laughs> now, I mentioned this topic to Sine because she's a massive board game fan and mm-hmm. I asked her what she would do and she mentioned Monopoly and she would said she would do it a monopoly as long as it was like a takedown on capitalism. This sounds like you're not a huge fan of capitalism, Dylan, if it's leads to this guy being so greedy, kills people and goes to jail. Yeah. Kind of on the same you're on the same page. Okay, we can bring Snay in then. Okay. Bring her into the Yeah, files. why not? <laughs> okay. Let's have a be a third showrunner, why not? Sure, sure. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, no. Sounds good. And you can obviously have a couple of, you know, bottle episodes and incorporate some community chests and uh, chance cards, maybe. Yeah. We beauty, can have the, the beauty, beauty contest. contest. Yeah. Yes, of course, <laughs> mate. Of course. Now, that'd be, I think that's the way to do it. It's sort of yeah. the setting. I, is it so it's Corsese or someone else who was trying to get Monopoly movie up and running at some point? Uh, that sounds amazing. I hope that's true. It could be good. Can it be true, please? Could be good. Not as good as yours, obviously, but. You know, <laughs> I like. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I'd watch that. That's good. Good one. Oh, beautiful, mate. Beautiful. All right. We got two series to order so far. Okay. <laughs> um, What's your next one, mate? Well, this one, I, I'm seeing it. It could be a series, but I'm kind of seeing it more as like a hardball thriller, like a, a classic ninety minute, just edgy seat, Dang. intense drama. Okay. Crime drama. Can I have a guess what? Yeah, Can I guess what board game it is? Please. Twister. <laughs> no, but Twister's had a movie, hasn't it? Has it? Oh, <laughs> get on you. Good dog. Thank you. <laughs> no, good on you. I was waiting for that one. Uh, that's already uh, locked and loaded. <laughs> I, I have thought about Twister, though. I couldn't really work out how to do it, but you could do some sort of crazy crime, couldn't you? Yeah, sure. Like serial killer Maybe the killer... Puts them in like weird positions, like breaks their bones and like, you know, displays them however. And he like has a board, he spins and then everyone can see it. And he's like, oh my God, we got to find somewhere blue and look for a foot. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, Maybe. Who knows? Um, but what I'm thinking of is Guess Who? And what we've got, the details we can work out right now, but either we've got several unreliable witnesses. And we've got them looking at lineups, right? Well, we're doing that. This lineup basically is the, is the general idea. It's maybe like a real time thing. Is like there's some sort of like crime about to happen, and they've got 90 minutes before you know they can stop it, sort of thing. And we've got people trying to remember, looking at all the lineups. Um, sure. Okay. So, so yeah, that that is an element of it. Perhaps though, they're trying to remember. And there's like police sketch artists are involved as well, and they're all sort of drawing different things based on memory. Yeah. Um, yeah. The other thing is you could have or have one witness who can't quite remember, and then you've got to bring in lots of different people. If you kind of you know, could spin the idea on its head, <laughs> they've got to try and figure out who it is. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I think the idea of having like 
multiple witnesses to a crime perhaps or you know and then they've got people who could be part of it and you've just got to go through different lineups um sure okay so yeah, that's something along those lines it's not my most thought out plan but just taking that idea of of guess who trying to remember who these people are could be good mm-hmm. a yeah. twist on that i guess could be it's like a serial killer and they're giving off hints like riddles to be like riddler to their appearance and you've got to try and work out yeah. from that some sort of hardball detective noir with guess who as our as our main sort of source inspiration. Yeah, fair enough. If you want to go the the Riddler serial killer leaving questions route, um, you could go really extreme with the details of the bodies he has. Like um, like you know, I had surgery like uh, twelve years ago mm. on my neck. You know, got a hip replaced. You know. Yeah, yeah, and and maybe they've got some sort of dialogue with the killer, and so they and he can only only answer yes or no questions, and they've all got to work together about (laughs) how to narrow it down. Well, it's his; it's it'd be his rules, so that's fair enough. Yeah, Yeah, you know, take something like that could be fun, couldn't it? Yeah, I like that one. Good job. Bit dark so far. (laughs) Is your next one light? No. Okay. Egg. This is one that's not as thought out as the Monopoly one, but it kind of writes itself. Hmm. Uh, Hungry Hungry Hippos as a horror movie. <laughs> All right, people are stuck in a swamp in their hippos around. Is that what you kind of... Exactly, okay. yeah. Let's... Mutant hippos, they're experimented on. Yeah. And they're hungry. They're hungry, hungry, Lonnie. You know, that one actually could get made. <laughs> yeah. I would not I be mean, shocked. I mean, they all could, but that one is... That one could be made tomorrow kind of thing, you know, just... I mean, if they're doing the fucking Winnie the Pooh horror movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I don't see why they can't do Hungry Hungry Hippos. Come on. Yeah, that could be fun. There's like, obviously, there's one girl who survives, sort of thing, like there always is. Absolutely. Love it. Absolutely. All the hippos just just die. Sorry, the hippos just eat everybody. (laughs) That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Who knows? Over to interpretation, Lonnie. Okay. No, good stuff. My next one, I mean, it could be a comedy. It might be, maybe I'll say it's going to be a more comedic in tone than everything else so far. Um, okay. there's, there's a board game called Sushi Go. Have you ever played that, Dylan? <laughs> no. What is this? Um, it's something I played um, with some cousins of mine, and then today I got it ourselves because we liked it so much. Haven't played it for a little while, but basically, um, it's a sort of round robin y sort of game where. You'll get you'll get cards at the beginning, and you have to sort of trying to get the best sushi um, hand, and each mm. and then you also got to pick cards up and also discard them around the table, sort of thing. So it's a pick mm. up put down game, and each um, part of the sushi dish has different points, and some of them go together. Sure. And so it's like, do I keep the two rices that gets me two points for sure, or do I try and build up? I need three bits of edaname, you know, to to get nine points, but I might not be guaranteed those because someone else will pick it up, sort of thing. Bit of fun. Right, okay. okay. It probably makes yeah, more sense yeah. to play, but you kind of, you get the idea. You're getting points, basically, based off sushi allotments. Right, um, okay. So what I thought you could do with this is it's more taking the spirit of that, but you'd be in a, in a sort of big city and there's an established sushi uh, restaurant and there's a new route, mm. sushi restaurant sort of opening up nearby, maybe across the road sort of thing. 
and they get into a huge rivalry. Now, there are two ways to go forward with this. Either there is an official competition run by the city <laughs> mm, to get the yeah, best yeah. sushi comp- best sushi restaurant in town, maybe the, the, the well-established places, you know, won the last 10 years in a row sort of thing. Or potentially it's just a sort of informal rivalry between these two places. I kind of like the idea maybe there is an, there's like an official competition they're trying to go through. I think more like, you know, there's a final winner. But either way it works. Yeah. Maybe there's like, you know, just restaurant newspaper, you know, there's a restaurant critic at the newspaper who always awards a, a, a you know, a prize at the end of the year for the best restaurant sort of thing. Anyway, yeah, sure. basically enough. it's the new, new fresh restaurant with new ideas versus the old established place that everyone knows and loves, but it's kind of maybe a bit stuck in its ways. What do you reckon? Yeah. Yeah, no, why not? Sounds good. Sounds good. I reckon, um, yeah, we'll probably go, I don't know, I like competitions. Mm. Could do kind of Iron Chef sort of situation with it. So if it's an official one, that sounds fun. Yeah, so yeah, exactly right. So maybe you have to like have the restaurant people go around as like mystery diners, potentially. Stop. stop. <laughs> and they're like the critics and you get into the finals and then you have to go to like a, you know, a different kitchen and you've actually got to do particular, make certain dishes in a, you know, stadium environment or something like that. Really uh-huh. go for it. Okay, and then obviously at the end they, they get to know each other and respect each other and learn from each other and you know young upstart was like you know what you know why I went to making sushi professionally it's because I loved your restaurant and I went there all the time as a kid and the old guy was like you know what I always wanted to inspire people with my with my food and it's not to you even though I spent the whole movie trying to destroy your life sorry about the goons what an inspiring ending. Thank you. It's a word for word. That's what's going to happen. So. Okay. Right on. Right and then, on. you know, from then on, it's not so much fighting against each other, but they're all celebrating what is sushi. You know, we all love sushi. So let's focus on that. I've got to the point, Dylan, where my local sushi place, I go for lunch. They know what I get. So they see me and they just put it out for me. <laughs> they love convenient. it. It's convenient. It's a tiny bit embarrassing, but. At the same time, no. they've only it's just like a takeaway sushi place, right? So they've only got like four or five different types of sushi. So there's three yeah. I like. I can't go crazy here. And, and now I can't ever have anything different because they always just do it for me. So I'm a bit stuck. You're stuck. You're locked in. I am locked in, but it's good oh. sushi. So. Oh, there you go. There, there you go. go. That's sushi go for you. All right. All right. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. burrow.com slash ACAST. 
right, my next one, uh, it's a board game I'm not sure if you've heard of. Careers? Have you heard of Careers? I've heard of the concept of having a job, but not this board okay. game. <laughs> yeah. So Careers is basically like uh, you go around the board and you can um, do different careers. So you can like, um, they're kind of like lots of mini boards inside okay. the big board. Mm. So you enter a career and go through um, and you basically have to rack up money, fame, and happiness. Okay. Big three. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, how you win is you, you nominate how much of each you have to get to win. And mm. all has to add up to 60. Okay. So you can put that you want to get 20,000 cash, 20 happiness, and 20 fame to win. Or you can put down that you want 40,000 cash, 10 fame, 10 happiness to win, however you want to do it. Yeah. Yep. And you just basically go through all these different careers. So you can go to college and get some degrees. Um, you can go into farming. You can go to sea. All right. Uh, you go into big business, uranium expeditions. Oh, Jesus. Going to the moon, Hollywood star. I think the newer ones, you can be a teacher. You can be a sports star. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Heaps of different fun things. To but do. how do you get, get the points? Well, the little spaces inside the careers themselves that you land on, they have like different spaces you land on. You get like six fame or two happiness or okay. lose two happiness, lose five fame. And is it then know? dependent on the career you've chosen as well? Yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. And then when you round the board, so you have a salary that some spaces inside the careers themselves mm-hmm. increase. Sure. And then when you fully go around the board, so like passing go, instead of getting 200, you get whatever your salary is. Right. Yeah. So you've got to sort of bet, like, if I choose the career of being a farmer, I might not be very famous, but I might have lots of happiness sort of thing. Well, you go through as many careers as you can. Oh, okay, so- Right. Around the whole board, yeah. Right, but you'll... So you'll be a farmer one day, and then you go on straight into big business. You might go to sea after that. You might become a Hollywood star. Go to the moon. Yeah, some people Just have those sort of lives. careers, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Podcaster, right. is that part of it? It should be, but it's not. Not yet, anyway. How much fame so do thinking... we get from this, Dylan? <laughs> well, only time will tell, right? Only time will tell. It's mainly happiness so far. <laughs> Mate, in spades, in spades. We've definitely hit the 20 happiness. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Um, so I'm thinking careers as a workplace comedy. Okay. Is it people going uh, through each, various careers? Each season, um, we follow the main character going through a different career, Lonnie. Okay, so is it the same person or is it going through all this yeah. or is it... Okay. Yeah. How's he do Same it? How's he do it? Person. How's he or she do what it? Do you, what do you mean? How's he do it? He just get, gets different jobs, mate. You know how it is. <laughs> okay. Let's. Just, I don't know. Let's just say he's a super genius. Um, yeah. And he can do anything he wants. Why not? That, I was thinking, like, what one way could be like it's a sort of anthology where it's the same characters, but you know, but like Archer has done various seasons of. All of a sudden, they're just in 1930s doing noir, even though it's the same mm. people. You do that sort of thing where it's like the same people as if they were this season Hollywood, next season they're farmers, but it's the same sort of characters. But I like your idea better of them just, he just does it. He just has that sort of life where things happen to him or her. Yeah. Yeah. It's a wacky workplace comedy. They just go and turn from jobs. Why not? Yeah. So he's, he's um, spent some, some time on a farm and then at the end he gets a call. 
He's like, hey, do you want to do you want to go join my company, sort of thing? Yeah, okay. <laughs> or go to the moon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> it's cool. Yeah, yeah. And each season be a different career and um, undecided if you want to make it mockumentary style or sure. if you just want to do just normal low place sitcom. And what are you thinking? I think you could, you could just do sort of general sitcom. That could be fun. General sitcom. Um, yep, yep. I think, like, obviously each season you'd have new characters to go through, a new boss and new co-workers. Would it be good to have maybe a couple recurring characters, like his best friend he talks to? Or yeah. he's got a, his sister yeah. or something like that, or, you know, whatever. Yeah, well, yeah. if we see some characters we like and they really connect with the audience in the workplaces, we'll definitely have them come back at some point. Might run into them or... He might need help with something at his new job that he remembers that they're yeah. experts in. You know? That could be fun. It's like the person he met on the farm can then also help him when he's an astronaut. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, what a cool back that'd be. The next minute he's teaching the whole class and then when he's a politician or something, they all come back for him. Yeah. When well, one is college, so yeah. maybe he goes back to his college professor and uh, gets some tips on how to teach. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. I like it. Good stuff, good stuff. I'm seeing this one pretty bright and happy. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, for sure. Just mate. sort of everything always works out well in the end. Kind of, yeah. Could kind of be like Quantum Leap, really. You're just following the same character through lots of different situations and yeah, meeting lots of different characters throughout the seasons and that. Hmm. I, I would think maybe like short seasons. Yeah. Probably. Uh... Yeah, the English do it like six episodes a season. Yeah. Six, six to ten. Yeah, like six twenty-minute episodes, and then bust through like all the different careers. Love it. Yeah, we can just keep it going for as long as they want to keep us on the air. Yeah. Easy, easy money done, maker. Done and done. Done, sealed, ordered. <laughs> Beautiful. You got any more, mate? I think got a couple more. Um, okay. This one, it's again, it's not a straight adaptation, but it's more kind of. The board games themselves assist in the storyline. So what I've got is these government types need some codes broken. They need some people to go undercover. And what they do is they're all their code breakers aren't quite adapted for this. So they go round up the people who like won the latest Scrabble tournament. Some people are really good at Boggle. They find some taboo champions because they need that okay. sort of that's, <laughs> so right. like the sort of, the yeah. sort of word game sort of people and then they got to send okay. them in undercover to you know the russian competition or the you know whatever the, the okay. <laughs> whoever we're opposing right, at, that, eh? at that point in our lives you know right um yeah. so basically you've got a bunch of nerds who are really into to word games and they've mm. got to go on, on an undercover mission to uncover the plot to you know stop the uranium or whatever <laughs> <laughs> um so the actual playing of the games would be incorporated to the game to the movie or the series perhaps okay so you're not actually adapting the games you're just having them cameo in kind, the movie. kind of yeah so it it'd be true to this true to the rules of scramble to boo boggle wordle whatever whatever's going on here sure um but it's 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 very much like centered in that universe of people who love, you know, live, love and breathe this environment, and of course okay. you know they've got a minder who's like 
a bit dumb, doesn't really understand how the games work. By the end mm. of it, they've taught him how to play and he's taught them how to be cool with guns or whatever. Okay, nice. As you do. <laughs> that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, why not? So, yeah, not too bad, I think. Nah, good stuff. Good stuff, good mate. What else you got? Uh, this is my last one. All right. This one. So, and I'm going to have to credit mum for this. So, we did come up with this one. Well, she came up with it, and then we fleshed it out together, basically. Okay, it's, it's a mum and mum and Dylan, a mum and son joint effort, <laughs> right here. Yeah. All right, Pictionary. Okay. Pictionary as a dramatic short film. Yes. So, premise of this is humanity just never evolved with being able to use words or speak. Mm-hmm. We've only ever been able to communicate through drawing pictures, yeah, and with art, yeah. And this is how everyone's communicated and has been since the dawn of time. Just how we live. So, exactly, exactly. So basically, if we're going to where we are currently, we've evolved to the point that everyone just draws amazingly, like it's basically like photorealistic mm. drawings, right? And that's everyday communications through pictures and, you know. So you can have a scene, for example, like someone's been on a trip somewhere and they're showing this family, you know, these gorgeous, lush, detailed works of art and drawings they made. Um, And it's like the most amazing art you've ever seen. But the family would just treat it like any other slideshow from a trip, Mm. you know. Like you get a few, you know, claps and, (laughs) you know, granny might be smiling a bit. uh, Teenagers might be a bit bored with it. Yeah. You know. Dylan, can I yeah. tell you what I what my next topic is that I've written down here? Okay, yeah. This is word for word. I'm going to read it out to you, okay? Okay. Pictionary. A world where humans have or cannot cannot speak or haven't developed writing communicate with pictures. <laughs> no fucking way. Are you kidding? <laughs> so it says here. You can't see it, but it does definitely say that. Well, okay. Well So add me into the mum and mum and Dylan. That's that's frightening, <laughs> isn't it? Oh my goodness. Wow. Brains are melding. We're spending too much time together, clearly. Okay. Yeah. Me and your mum and me, not not you and me. No, no, we need to spend more time together, if anything. Yeah, I love it. No, all I, all I have was a concept. You've actually got a got a storyline. That's cool. Yeah, but yeah, I think short film for it. Yeah. Like uh, 40 minutes, maybe. Because, you know, it. just pe- watching people draw and to express, you know, express themselves through art and pictures. and Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. It'd be a bit long in the tooth if it was going for an hour and 20. No, you don't need that long, but it's actually really beautiful. And... To remind us, Dylan, yeah. what, what beauty really is, you know, and how we need to communicate to each other with emotions, not just words. For sure. Love and, it. And, you know, we'd have to get some top actors in because they're not speaking and it's, it's all in the eyes, all in the body language. I think it would be fun. Beautiful. We've done that together. <laughs> all wow. three of us. <laughs> yeah, no, good stuff. I've got one more. Go on, then. Snakes and ladders. Okay. I 
I thought about this, but I couldn't figure out how to do it into something. So I'm interested to see what you've done. I'm thinking we're in some sort of fantasy setting. We've got a castle, mm-hmm. right? And there is a MacGuffin of some sort at the very top of the castle. <laughs> okay. So it's a pot of gold. It's the king's daughter. It's you know, something. Someone's yeah, up there. Well, they need something. 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 And they've got various heroes who are on their way up there. And the castle's been haunted, perhaps, for many years. And so they've taken their own supplies to get through, including ladders, because it's so decrepit that they they need to scale it somehow. The ladders as one of the (laughs) options. Okay. However, they don't realise until they're in there that there are huge snakes guarding the castle. At various points, the snakes come out of the walls and hit them, and they knock them back down. So then they've got to go up again and try and save right. slash capture or whatever's going on up the top of the castle. Right. The detail of okay. that is we can work out, okay? On the yeah, day, sure, even, sure. on set, we can just figure out something, you know? The main thing Easy. here is the snakes, okay? Easy. Well, do you want to go Pulp Fiction route? Say we don't know what the MacGuffin is. Perfect. Only the main character's privy to it. I love it. He get the person gets up there, and they just see a glow. They're like, finally, I've got yeah. it. Yeah. So we see like overview of the shot from the tower, or castle, or whatever, and that's just a shining light in the top room. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. And there's like a helicopter yeah. shot at the very end, just scaling around <laughs> as the person runs towards it, and then we get fade to black. Everyone's happy. Snakes and ladders. Snakes and ladders. Two. Coming next fall. (laughs) Beautiful. Um, Yeah, pretty good stuff. No, great stuff, mate. So you done, you reckon? That's it. That's all I've got. Well, mate, I think we've got a pretty good medium empire on our hands. Mate, this is one of those episodes where I think it's maybe so good we don't actually release it and we just send this directly to... Mm. Disney, or wherever it is, you know? Yeah, Disney, why not? And it's just like, take your pick, get us involved, and you'll do all, actually. All or nothing. (laughs) (laughs) I've got harder each time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, good stuff. No, we'll make the mouse pay out the nose for all these genius ideas, mate, I think. And we'll say, you know what? Just cool on your Star Wars and your Marvels. Don't need them anymore. Just this. Oh, okay. You want the board game universe instead of Marvel and Star Wars. Okay, let's do that. You'd, yeah. you'd, <laughs> okay. Would you oh, have mean... <laughs> no more Star Wars just so there's no more Marvel? Is that what you're getting at? I mean, if it's me running a, a media empire of shows, show running it, yeah. Fuck mm-hmm. Star Wars. I'll turn on it in an instant. <laughs> so fickle. Mm. Fickle. Uh, good, That's good idea, mate, and good episode, I reckon. Good, some good, you know, food for thought here. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yeah, great episode. Thank you. Agreed. Pat ourselves on the back, aren't we? No, nah, good on you. No, nah, good stuff. All right, I guess that's it. Um, we don't have any other segments we usually do, so. Um, uh, whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. Oh, 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 oh. There's a little segment we do right at the end. Wherein yeah. the person who is running the episode tells right. us something they've been looking at, watching, using, eating, right. and they recommend us all to get amongst it. Yeah. 
Okay. So you're recommending we get amongst 2012's Battleship, I'm sure. No. But what else? Don't you dare. <laughs> Don't you dare put words in my mouth. Um, you know what? What I've been getting amongst lately, I played the first, uh, well, the remake of the first Metroid game. Oh, yeah. And then you're familiar with Metroid, mate? Samus. That's right, yeah. Of lady, Smash Brothers Actually fame. a lady yep. underneath of it all. Yeah, yep. Famous female bounty hunter. So I played the remake of the first game, which is um, originally was on the NES. Sure. In the 80s, I think it was. Mm. Uh, and they remade it for the Game Boy Advance in the early 2000s. Um, and they released on the, the Wii U Virtual Console. So I bought that. And I finished playing through it the other day. It's fun. It's good stuff. You know, you explore a big uh, underground maze and fight different aliens and, you know, dragons and oh, weird little slimy birds and jellyfishes. It's, it's great. Okay. You've got to explore the place to upgrade your armor and weapons and arsenal so you can move on and progress. Great stuff. Yeah, good. Yeah, get amongst it. And I'm currently playing the second one now, so we'll see uh, if that should also be gotten amongst. Now, do you hate that there's woman involved, or are you okay with that? I mean, it's fucking awful. Like, I would just throw a penis on it. Honestly, that would do me. I would be so happy, and I would be able to relate to it. No. (laughs) (laughs) No, she's great. I love Samus. Like, it's awesome. Yeah, who am I? Who really cares, you know? Yeah, you're one of the most iconic, uh, you know, female protagonists of all time, really. Mm -hmm. So... More of her, please. Look, Dylan, I know we don't normally do this, but I just want to recommend people watch Clue as well. You're sort of instigating... Oh, for sure. I thought that was a given. That's a given, but I just want to really clarify that because it is. It is amazing. It is. It is really, really, really good. And I know you don't know... Um, they put... You go. Yeah. No, keep going. No, you finish <laughs> your thought. Thank you. I said, I said It's hard for me to, to bring you on this, but I would recommend going to see Ready or Not when you're... Whenever you can as well. Sure. Why not? Sorry Why to take not? over your get amongst the section, but I just wanted to say. <laughs> no, that's okay. Yeah, clue. Get amongst that. Metroid, get amongst that. You know, Lonnie's thing that he just recommended, <laughs> whatever it is. Who cares? Ready right? or not. It's just Lonnie. No, oh. shut up. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're all right. <laughs> yeah, and also, uh, all get right. amongst our various properties that will be ad- adapt- <laughs> adapted. In the future, to the cinema. Yeah, absolutely. Are we on the socials, Lonnie? Mate, we so are. We're on all the socials. And Insta, Facey, Twitter. We also love it when people get in touch with us there. Can mm. we tell your friends about the show? Um, we love you for listening. Yes. And, and we love Mark the Man for the theme song too, well, don't we? Too, we ever. We can't get enough, Mark. I had a dream about Mark the other night, actually. Oh, hello. <laughs> you how, hear it? how appropriate. I Is know. it safe to hear for the pod? I was in a car park, and I saw his car. And so I just went inside it. <laughs> I opened the door, jumped inside. <laughs> He's there. So you didn't get invited in? No. He looked, okay, right. I, I like to think I was meeting him there, but maybe not. Maybe I just went for it. Very nice. He turns to me, and he says... Well, I guess we're going to Red Rooster. <laughs> Obviously. Well, yeah. Well, 
I mean, obviously you're going to Red Rooster. In context, we used to get Red Rooster a lot when we were together. Every Monday was our Red ah, Rooster okay. day. But even there, like, he just sees me and he's like, okay, I guess I'm going. Yeah, he doesn't invite you into his car. You just turn up and he's like, well, we're going to Red Rooster, it looks like. Uh, nah, a good dream. Time. Good dream. Anyway. Good dream about a good man. Anyway, Dylan. Call it a day? Yes. Until next time, I miss you, man. I miss you, man. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.